And the only question that the interviewer asked me was, what's it like to make jokes about President Trump? And that was the first time I'd heard those words together. So my response was, I started crying. (laughs) (laughs) It's not funny to me yet. It's still not funny. And I understand why people make jokes about bad situations. I totally get that impulse. Very often when you're riding the subway in New York, it'll stop underground in between stations for no reason. You have no idea how long you're going to be there. People get stressed out, tense, claustrophobic. So I always used to like to break the tension with a little joke, right? I'd be like, I mean, I know it's not the express train, but this is ridiculous, right, guys? And they'd be like, oh, my God, that's so funny. Are you a comedian? And I would be like, yes, a very famous one. And then the train would start up again. We'd all get uptown like we knew we were going to. So I get it. I get making jokes about a bad situation. This doesn't feel exactly like that, right? This doesn't feel like we're all just stopped underground, but we are going to get to that station eventually. This feels more like we all got on a train, (laughs) right? That we thought was going uptown. And instead of stopping, it very suddenly started going 800 miles an hour. Right? We're not even in Manhattan anymore. We are off-roading it. We are plowing through a sea world in New Jersey. Kids are diving out of the way. And me and all my friends on the train are horrified and we're looking around at the other passengers like, can you guys believe this shit? And they have their backs to us, but then their heads spin around like they're in The Exorcist. And they're like, oh, we actually like the new train conductor. He says what he thinks. After midnight, we're going to let it all hang out. After midnight, we're going to chill and shine. Here we go! <laughs> the movie that came out 16 years ago, just about 16 years ago, called The Station Agent by Tom McCartney, who wrote and directed Spotlight, it's the movie that introduced most audiences to Peter Dinklage. He played um, a man who's obsessed with trains. He's part of a group of people who are obsessed with trains. He even dresses like a train conductor, and he inherits an old, decrepit train station. Goes there, walking through the train track. To get to the station he inherited, he follows the train track. And he explains later in the movie that, for him, it's a philosophical walk. When you need some perspective in your life, when you need to reflect, when you need to maybe just get back in touch with life itself, you walk the tracks, which is more a walk inside your own mind than a track. But to him, that's what gets him there. And I connect a lot with that movie because it reminds me of a nice memory from my youth. We all have good and bad memories. When I was a kid, we were three siblings, just two years in between each. My dad was always out of town, always working on the road. It was just us and my mom who was sick when I was a kid, sadly. But uh, one of the nice, nice memories I had of my two siblings and my mom is that my grandparents used to live on the other side of town in a prime real estate spot they got for nothing because it was right next to a train track. And we lived maybe four or five blocks from a train track itself. So whenever my mom just needed to get out of the house, needed some help with us three kids, we would go out uh, on the train track and just follow the train track, walk until we got to my grandparents' house. 
it was a nice walk. I, I don't know how else to describe it. It's one of those little things in life that we don't take time to appreciate anymore. Not because we're adults. I say we as a society because we have so much distraction now. We're talking about the late 70s, early 80s, the turn of the 80s decade. Before there was video games or even cell phones, cable TV was in its infancy. There was, of course, no internet at all. And it gave us time and the opportunity to appreciate all these little things in life, like walking a train track to go to your grandparents' house. I, I don't think I have a better memory of my youth than these walks we used to take when I was six, seven, eight years old. I loved it. And I miss the simplicity of those days. Trains remind me of that. I'm not obsessed with trains. <laughs> I'm not going to do like the English does in the movie, get into my car and follow a train, make a film out of it. I, the first time I actually rode a train, I was trained three years old. But the idea of a train, the sound always brings me back. It's a simple thing that brings me back to these simple days. Happiness of you just walking a track to my grandparents' house. Welcome after midnight. My name is Anthony from Montreal, Canada. I am a night shift worker, have been for the last 16 years. During the day, I take care of my kids, who are both severely autistic. It leaves me with very little time to think, to reminisce, to have friends, a social life, or activities. So I force myself to keep my sanity by doing this. Each week, I play five songs related to one topic, and this week, the topic is trains. First two songs. Enjoy. the wall in the night time, yes I climb to the window and down to the street I'm shining like a new dime the Downtown trends are full For those Brooklyn girls They try so hard to break out of their little worlds Now you wave your hand in the scattered light Nothing that will ever capture your heart They're just thorns without the rose Be careful of them in the dark Oh, if I was one You chose to be your only one Oh, yeah. can't you hear me now? Can't you hear me now? But I see you
could have just used a ghost train. Really? You don't say. You would have used a ghost train. Hey, everybody, the ghost train guy would have used a ghost train. international nonprofit group called Red Hot Organization raises money and awareness for HIV and AIDS by different means, but mostly by releasing music compilations which feature unique recordings provided by a variety of artists just for the single purpose of raising money for research and for help to AIDS uh, and HIV victims. The song you just heard was by Feist, Canadian singer, and Ben Gibbard, who covered a 1966 song by a British singer called Jennifer Vashti Bunyan. You can feel the song was was written in the 60s. You can feel the the, the vagabond uh, feel of the song. But Feist... uh, 
took it up in 2009 for uh, the album Dark Was the Night, was the 20th album of the uh, Red Hot Organization. And I got to tell you, I always thought Feist would be a one hit wonder. She would be, she would be just a fad because uh, she released one of those, those pop songs, those sorry, shitty pop songs uh, in the early 2000s that got picked up for an Apple's iPod or something commercial and that, and it screamed one hit wonder. But she wasn't. She kept going. She, uh, she, does fantastic covers like this one, but she, she writes and produces her own stuff, and honestly, I couldn't be more happy for her because she's Canadian. The song again was Train Song by Vashti Bunyan originally, covered by Feist and Ben Gibbard in 2009. Before that, speaking of cover, there's a lot of version of Downtown Train, and I, I'm sorry to, 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 to hurt so many people, but I don't think that any of them come even close to the grit of Tom Waits. None of them were even, even Rod DeMott. I love Rod Stewart, but his version is shit. <laughs> All right? I'm sorry to say this. It doesn't work without the grit of Tom Waits. Patti Smith did a cover? No thanks. Everything but the girl did a cover that played uh, on the final episode of How I Met Your Mother. Loved the show. Loved the band. Hated their version. It has to be Tom Waits' version. Uh, released in 1985, uh, and feature, the video features <laughs> the boxer Jake LaMotta. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> you gotta love Tom Waits. Um, we are gonna have the Englishman soon coming with us with his own train song, but first, uh, we're gonna go with David Bowie. I think it was kind of obvious that we'd play this one on a, on a train episode. We're gonna play station to station. This is the version that was in the movie Christian F. If you're not familiar, it's a young girl who, uh, wrote a book in the late 70s, early 80s about having been, uh, whisked away to, uh, to force prostitution when she was 12. She finally got out of it, but got way into drugs, got out of it, wrote a memoir about being a prostitute at 13, and there was a movie made of it, a German movie made of it. The movie featured a live performance by Bowie, which wasn't a live performance by Bowie. It was actually a performance that had been recorded two or three years earlier, but they put on a show and lip-synced, if you will, a fake concert to that song that they had recorded previously, but it's a fantastic recording, fantastic version of that song, Station to Station. Also, the, the only time that <laughs> that Bowie referred in a song to his one-time character was one time. Lasted a little while, but still, the Tin White Duke, if you know Bowie's history, it was the only time he referred by name to him in a song, and it was also the last time that uh, the Tin White Duke would be used in any of Bowie's material. Enjoy. Throwing dark 
interrupt this program to bring you Podcast Posse. Okay. Gaming session, as in D and D. Oh, oh no, as in like uh, like we're playing Fallout right now. On oh, the yeah, Xbox. they're high tech oh, okay. cats. We're, we're, we Canadians are left behind. <laughs> the world has gone on without us completely. All right. Um, <laughs> before we go to Scott's song, I want to um, I want to prove a point. And Cat, this is not against you at all. It's just that you're you're going to prove a point that I'm not an idiot. So, <laughs> So, w- without looking any uh, any further on your computer, don't do any research, books, whatever, just off the top of your head, take your time if you want to. Give me three songs about trains. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to give you like 10 seconds. Isn't there like a train to Georgia or something? <laughs> yeah, Midnight Train. Yes, yes, yes. Hey, Scott, come on. <laughs> uh, we're working together. All yeah. right, so that, that's 10 seconds, and that's my point. What is Thomas the Tank Engine? No. Thomas no. the Train? No, you can't. No, you can't do that. You can't, no, you can't bring Thomas in. Leave Thomas alone. He, he's, he's earned his retirement. What do you have against Thomas? Oh, Jesus. I don't have nothing against Thomas. I'm saying he's retired now. I don't think he's pulling any more trains now. So just That, that, that kept Ringo Starr, like, minted, that show. <laughs> it introduced him to a new generation, I have to admit. And it prepared them for what the Beatles would bring into their lives. I, I agree with that. My Disappointment. Point, my point was, uh, even if there are a lot of songs, popular songs about train, I can name you 10 that you're going to say, oh, yeah, top 40. When you think a song about train, you just get stuck completely. Yeah. So so when I started doing this episode, I, I wanted to do one song specifically. That's why I did the team. The song I wanted to do is uh, Tom Waits' Downtown Train. Tom Waits' version mm-hmm. of Downtown Train, not Rod Stewart, not whatever they, they did after that, the original. You need to listen to Tom Waits. But I couldn't find anything else afterwards. I was sitting in front of my computer and thinking, what the hell am I going to play next? So I, I came up with the usual boring choices, Psilocybin, One Ray Train, really bad. Mm. Uh, Chris the Berg, Spanish Train. Oh, yeah. Crazy Good, Train. Oh, oh, yeah. And again, Top 40, it played too much on the radio. People were sick of that. I tried to play stuff that nobody's heard. At least nobody outside of the confine of me and Kat in this country here. Mm. So, um, so I couldn't come up with anything at all. So you proved my point that when you stop and think, Songs about train. Now that we talk about it aloud, yes, there is this one, this one, but I couldn't think of anything that's original at all. And then comes along Scott with that freaking song. I, I've been haunted by that song, <laughs> to be, to be honest with you, because I've never heard of that band. I've never heard that song. And I just keep listening to it. And I think maybe that's why Scott smokes pot. <laughs> yeah. That's what it feels like. So, um, um, Scott, tell us what the song is, please. Okay. It's Constellations by Anta Shikari, who I remember like when we did the Biffy Clyro song, which was sun, Victory Over the Sun. Yes. I said I saw them open for, for like Lincoln Park and Muse. I saw Anta Shikari open for Billy Talent. Yeah. Really? Billy Talent went to the I UK. Billy Talent. Yeah. They did a really good show in Brixton and they turned it into a, a live album. No, I I need to get that. No. I love them, and even Cat knows them. So there you go. That 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 tells you how great a band is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so why that song? Why did you choose that song specifically, rather than you, you mentioned Crazy Train? You mentioned other songs. Why that one specifically? Well, I think lyrically, it's got to be one of like the deepest songs I've ever heard. It just 
So the whole concept is how he's waiting at a train station, and then it becomes this bigger subject about the world and how we're, one way will lead us to destruction, and the other one, if we just get rid of all the confines and just treat everyone equally, we'll get to a better place. And I just thought it was a very beautiful meaning. And then the chorus where he's like, where he's he says, "I'm lost without my uh, where are my constellations?" I was like, "Oh, that's really." Pretty nice. I should have made Kat listen to that before we record. Seriously, Kat, you're going to freak out <laughs> when you listen to that song. You, you mentioned Father Time. I don't know why you two keep going on about Richie Zambora, but seriously, <laughs> this is light years beyond. You're going to love this. I promise you. Because I love that song. It's awesome. I've never heard it before, and I was like, oh my God, I can't get enough of it. I there don't you know go. who you are, and I'll never invite you on my show again. This is called to Shikari. It's from their third album. Please enjoy. Podcast Posse. Packing the last few shirts into a bloated suitcase Last glimpse of comfort and the ticking clock face I swear those hands move faster every day I'm more confused than ever but I don't beg or pray Cause the sparkling light from the morning sun Is all we should need to feel one the station with just minutes to spare glance at my watch time's going faster these days i swear eyes focus up now to the train timetable board there's only two platforms to be explored and it's then that i admit it to myself that i am lost so lost but you're the constellations that There's a train at 12, destination disaster It's running on time as time runs faster On platform 2, it's destination sustainability It's delayed though, it was supposed to arrive at 11.50 Platform 1, it says stand behind the yellow line But I sit on the platform edge and just gaze at the time wanders back to our oblivious existence I'm all choked up now with the threat of distance as the train bound for disaster chokes up to the station I don't board it because I decide that it's the wrong destination but the train bound for sustainability is nowhere to be seen and I'm lost so lost where are the constellations that guide me and then I we need to use our own two feet toward these tracks And we have to squat up and we have to watch each other's backs With forgiveness as our torch and imagination our sword We'll untie the ropes of hate and slash open the minds of the board And we'll show our world so equal and free Every inch of this earth is yours, all the land and all the sea 
I still can't get over how much I love this song, how much it's a beautiful, haunting song. I hope you liked it, too. Thank you so much to the Podcast Posse for coming together and helping me out this week. Please check them out. I assure you they are worth it. Kath Ward is from the Paranormal Hearts Podcast. Scott from the Englishman's Guide to Being a Better American. You can find links to their shows on my homepage under the suggestion section, or you can just find me on Twitter and I will gladly plug them for you. I am leaving you uh, with one of the reasons I wanted to do this topic. Her name is Elizabeth Cotton. She died, I think, in the late 1980s. Um, she was born in 1894. She's a blues woman from the South. Uh, of course, she came from a very poor background. She taught herself to play guitar left-handed because she was a lefty with a right-handed guitar upside down. So that position requires her to play the bass line with the fingers and the melody with the thumb. Try to imagine that. And it's absolutely incredible listening to her. She plays as though there's two people playing. The way that she has to do the finger-picking, it sounds like two, sometimes three guitars playing at the same time. It's a technique that came to be called the cotton-picking after her, Elizabeth Cotton. This song is called Freight Train. It's a song she composed when she was very little. Some say <laughs> 1906, some say 1912. She was young. She said that uh, in an interview in, uh, I think, 1985, a bit before she died, she did an interview about her life, and she couldn't recount exactly when she wrote the song, but it's a song about um, nearby where she lived, there was a freight train that came every day. So she simply composed a song and wrote about freight trains. It's a song that's been covered so many times, and I'm talking hundreds of times that song has been covered. You may have never heard the name Elizabeth Cotton, but if you look around a little bit on the internet, you will quickly realize how big an influence she was, even though she was not a supermodel, a superstar, an Instagram star at all. She died way before the internet. She is one of the greatest influences in blues music and popular music, and you really need to discover her. Elizabeth Cotton Freight Train, thank you for listening. Have a good week.
there, podcast listener. Bitchy the Hamster here to let you know that there's no I in team, but there is one in iTunes. So use your eyeballs, go there, and leave an I review. No, it doesn't work. Do it anyway.